When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Decibel Geek Podcast with Chris Sinzak and Aaron Kamara. seem to like it so let's do it it's time for a brand new episode of the decibel geek podcast and once again we're doing new noise yes you love these don't you i do they're always fun to do they're laid back and easy to do and we got anything we can talk about today hmm, hmm i don't know hmm. <laughs> so, uh, stick around for that because we got some pretty interesting news coming up your way yeah. but before we get to bringing you all the most important news stories in the whole entire world We've got to take care of our business and our business at hand, their reviews and recommendations. They come to us from iTunes for now. For now, they come oh, from yeah, iTunes. Yeah, yeah. So that's going away, I guess. <laughs> well, it's being segmented. We'll, we'll figure that out when yeah. we get to it. But we also get them from Podchaser. We also get them on Facebook recommendations. Yep. So it looks like we've got a couple of them here. So let's check them out. First one goes like this. It's entitled, Longtime Listener. comes to us from Kevin's on Fire, and it's five stars on iTunes. Those don't all go away. Do they? Will they carry over? I hope so. I guess I we're, so. we're going to find out. Golly, we can't start this over again. No, I would like I would they hate deleted to all our reviews, and now everybody's got to do them again. That Nobody's going to go for that. <laughs> iTunes, you better be listening to this. Apple, nope. don't screw us over on our reviews. You better transfer that shit over because we earned all these. This one, like I said, it goes like this. The last couple episodes have come with no reviews. Aww. So I figured it was time for me to finally write one. I've been a fan of the Decibel Geek podcast for a long time. It was the very first podcast I ever listened to, and I'm still looking forward to each new episode. Chris and Aaron are down-to-earth, funny, and knowledgeable hosts, and the content is always great. Lots of fun show topics slash themes chocked full of classic and new hard rock and metal. Entertaining interviews with awesome guests and plenty of kiss. If all that sounds good, then subscribe to this podcast and you won't be disappointed. That's awesome. Yeah. That's perfect right Thank you there. So. Kevin's on fire. I love the Kevin's name. on fire. Somebody <laughs> put him out. But that review is definitely on fire, so, so let that one burn. When he listens to us, does his blood boil hot? I guess his it does. Temperature rises? I hope so. <laughs> we got another one. This is a Facebook recommendation. comes to us from Brian Murphy. This one says, I've been listening since episode four was posted. A fantastic podcast. Lots of fun to listen to. Very informed hosts. They know they're rock and metal. And best of all, they look for new bands and artists to spotlight. That's cool. Epis- that makes me feel good. Episode four. Hmm. That was about a certain person we'll be talking about in just a minute. Oh, really? Yeah. How intriguing. I wonder who that could it was be. the first of many specials on a certain person. <laughs> well, what we're talking about today ain't special. <laughs> the same old story. Yeah. But, of course, before we do that, we got to talk about the people that shared and retweeted last week's episode. Which was a lot of fun. Yeah, the rock and roll spirit animals. Episode. Rock and roll spirit animals. What a 
What a strange thing to do. It was fun. It was entertaining, and people seemed to like it. Did they? Oh, yeah. I was a little worried about that because I didn't know if anyone was going to even dig that and be like, what the hell's wrong with these guys? If you ever wanted to know about sexual reproduction of eagles, then (laughs) you're good to go. (laughs) It is the number one news source. Yes. We've become the number one reference for so many different things doing this show. The only place to find sex education and dogs de more. That's right. All All in the same episode. What more could you ask for? The people that loved and appreciated that, well, they went out and they shared it and retweeted it, and we thank them for it. And we do it by listening to their names because they are our honorary Geeks of the Week. Yeah, Geeks of the Week this week are Victor Ruiz, DJ Iron Will, Wayne Cross, Joe Royland, Sit and Spin with Joe, CGCM Podcast, Trevor McDougal, Joseph Capone, Kevin Williams. Happy birthday, Kevin. Ridiculous yes. Rock Record Reviews, Ken West, Bill Elam, Kristen Schimbeck, Adam Cox, Jeffrey Mendenhall, Sean Cullen, Mike Parnell, David Glenn, Matt Ashcraft, Todd Cunningham, Simon Cat, Mikhail Burrell, Shay Hargett, Mark Alden-Taylor, Freeform Rock Podcast, Aaron Baker from The Bakery, Rodney Dixon, Jay Sabluski, Rob in the Hood, Ernesto Aguiar, Mighty K27, Eladio, Digital Kill, The Radio Star, David Hudson, and as always, The, the Mooger Fooger. That's right. A big special happy birthday to Kevin Williams. If you guys haven't heard that episode we do with him, Japanese when we, metal. we explored the world of Japanese metal and Visual K. That was great. You got to go back and check that out. I still get messages from people about that. You know, they discover it for the first time and they get turned on to that music and I always think that's pretty cool yeah that's something we did way back in the day it seems like is still coming up nowadays because that was mm-hmm. a special episode yeah he was awesome definitely one of our friends that we've made through doing this show yeah we made guy. a lot of great friends doing yeah. this show i hung out with a couple of listeners last night so that's awesome shout out to pat catalano and rj jordan good to see both both right of you. on those guys are so cool all right so uh here we go. So, I mean, do we get right to it? I mean, I'm dying to know. I told you, I yeah. don't want to hear nothing about it because okay. it started for me like this. I started hearing a story about a certain birthday party for yeah. a guy that we've come to know and used to kind of love mm-hmm. here at Decibel Geek. Talking about, of course, <clears throat> the one and only, thank goodness, Vinnie Vincent. Right. And uh, so... The story that I understood was Vinnie Vincent announced that he's having a birthday bash that he's selling tickets to, but he wanted to piggyback that with the Rock and Pod Expo? Essentially. So here's how it went for me. So like a week or two ago, basically there's like these two groups, I think one or two groups on Facebook that is, it's like the remaining Vinnie sycophants that love, that he can do no wrong. So there's like 14 or 15 of them in there? Something like that. It's not that many. Um of course, I'm not allowed into that group. You know, I don't want to be in that group, to be honest. Um, but somebody from the group has been leaking the info from that onto the Kiss FAQ message board, which is an amazing place, and that's where I get most of my Kiss news. Wow, I love a, Julian a Gill; mole, he's the best. A mole in the Vinnie Vincent page, <laughs> right? Unbelievable. So, <laughs> like a week or two ago, they posted this update thing from this guy Stephen. That's Vinnie's like handler now. Okay. And, and it's funny. I talked to Stephen a year ago, and things seemed cool between me and him. I guess we're still friends on Facebook, but I haven't talked to him, so I have nothing bad to say about Stephen. Uh, you know, if he wants to work with Vinny, more power to him. But I love so much being a part of this Vinny Vincent soap opera with you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so essentially, it was a message from him. But as you know, as we knew with Randy and people in the past, you know, messages from people that are with him tend to be from him. Yeah, right? they're dictated. Yeah. That's my assumption. Um, but basically what this said was, you know, Vinny was planning a birthday bash in August in Nashville and, uh, you know, he, it would be a thing where he would do like songs and stories. He'd bring his acoustic guitar. He would do signings. You got to pay like 500 bucks uh, and also bring Vinny a gift. Well, I don't know about that, but, uh, you know, he is like, bring your Vinny 
merch and kiss merch to do buy sell and trade i'm like hmm, that sounds like an expo only um, five tickets sold well and they said they were they were shooting for 30 people to come to this and i i heard through the grapevine that the price point was 300 dollars. okay to attend so this thing. again so i read that but then i see at the top of the post it says date saturday august 10th venue <laughs> nashville marriott no well there's something else going on august 10th at the nashville marriott yeah that's called the rock and pot expo yeah our over three at first, I was kind of like, "Well, is he like take, is the British say taking the piss and trying to basically screw with me by doing this?" Because I saw it, I just laughed, and and I contacted Joe, my co-organizer, and I was like, "This is just this is ridiculous, yeah, isn't have it?" You seen this? Yeah, and he he got a good laugh out of it too, and um and I was like, "Okay, this is weird," and uh, but I kind of just let it go. I was like, "Whatever, you know, if he has it, they're great." And um, with the idea of it being like on a different floor or something like that, well, like the, the main room? the main convention for Rock and Pod is just outside the building. It's this big domed building that's outside of the hotel. Oh wow, cool! And like you walk through the hotel to get into it, but yeah. um, but there's also other ballrooms. But we will be using one of those other ballrooms for the live podcast sessions all day. Right on. Ian and Ralph will be on stage in that area, and that's where every other room to rent is. Oh, wow. So, or I was going to say, Vinnie Vince's birthday party, room 328. Right. <laughs> um, but uh, so, but I, I just let it go. I, I got a laugh, and I, and I wasn't even going to mention it. I was like, whatever, you know, do what you want, Vinny. I don't care. But what I mean, what crossed your mind when you first saw it? I, I mean, thought he was fucking with me. Yeah, okay. Yeah, and I, but I was at the same time, I'm like, well, like, this isn't real, it, but he's just doing it just to mess with Well, me. even if it was real, I was like, I don't care. Do what you want. But, I, you know, I, he, I want nothing to do with the guy. Of so, course. So then the next thing I know, like a few days ago, I get a call from my co-organizer, Joe, and, and he tells me that um, – Vinny's lawyer had reached out to him about doing like some kind of promotional tie-in between the events where it would be like we would promote his birthday thing, he would promote our expo and like the like the remaining tickets they need to sell, they would give us the cost of the Rock and Pod tickets uh-huh. to make some money off of it. At that point would we have to change the name to the Scapegoat Expo? I don't know about that. But uh and Joe was telling me about it and he's like, "Well, you know, he said I promised I would pass this on to you and see what you thought." And I thought about it, and I hemmed and hawed. Because honestly, people buy your tickets if you're planning on coming. Quit waiting around. I mean, they're selling okay, but we, you know, it helps if we know who, how many people are coming. We always pack it out and everything. For yeah, Rock it ends up doing well every fun. year. It's always the last minute yes. people that are coming up and buying their tickets right. and everything, and it makes poor Chris it nervous. It Stresses me out. His hair was not this gray last year. No, it gets gray. And it wasn't year. grayer the year before that. So yeah. it'll be you know, green by. Buy your year. tickets ahead of time if you're going to get them anyway. Just yeah. go ahead and yeah. get them now. Just make uh, Chris feel a little better. Yeah. Let me calm down. But, uh, but I mean, it always does good. And however it does is, is fine. But, you know, my event will happen. Um, right. But uh, so I kept thinking about it for a minute on the phone. And then I'm like, you know what? No, I'm not going to do this. Um, Hell no. I, I, I can't work with this guy again. It's just not going to happen. It's like I said, all you would end up being is once again, I was going to have my birthday party right. on August 10th at the Marriott, you right. know, in Nashville. But that hater, Chris Sinzak, and his damn avatars screwed it up again you know and now again it's yeah. somebody else's fault i chris sinzak hates me so much that he took away my birthday yeah i i canceled his Stole birthday it. but yeah so i i just said i told him i said go back to the lawyer tell him that had he not drug my name through the mud and completely lied about how everything went down last year which he did i don't okay. care if you believe him or not trust me on this i had no reason to lie i had nothing to lose it's all in the archives yeah people. um he drug my name through the mud and, and misrepresented everything that, that we had set up, and I told him that I didn't want him coming to the event because he was changing things. 
he goes on and bashes me and makes it out like he bailed on the event and he pulled out. Not true at all. But I had to explain how I felt that I felt I was being taken advantage of. It's like, totally. you know, if you agree you to that twice, why agree to something and then try to change the terms. But, you know, look who we're talking about. And then come back again later and be like, hey, buddy, you know, yeah, how about, then how about come, this and I, time? And I said, partner up. Tell, the lo- tell the lawyer that I don't appreciate the way he acted last year. And I, and in light of everything that's happened this year with things being planned and canceled and all this stuff, I have no desire to ever work with him again and let him know that. And that's where I left it. Boy, he must truly see you as some kind of ignorant ass fanboy that would just be like, okay, maybe this time will be different. Come yeah. on. Anybody that can read the news, anybody that's kept up with the recent developments in the world of Vinnie Vincent would be a fool to partner up with him at this yeah. point. And that's I mean, my what opinion. are we at? Five or six different canceled events? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's getting out of hand, you know? You know. And every time something gets canceled it's a little while down the line and a new thing gets announced and then that gets canceled and then something new gets announced and then that gets canceled why would you even you know I have no desire that you would I'll never work with him again Uh, you know even if he wanted to pay me I would not work with him again so here's the thing as we're recording our other episode uh, wait a minute I got an idea uh, what if you got a coin tract oh boy Yeah, because those work really well for all those other events. Um, but yeah, so while this is all going on, another friend sends me a, a, t- a message saying, and it's a post from one of these groups, and it says, message from Vinnie Vincent. And I, this is the first time I'm reading this in full. I just look, I kind of look over the broad stroke. So you ready for me to read this thing? What is this from again? This is from one of those Vinnie groups, and this okay. is supposedly a message from Vinnie. From Vinnie Vincent ex- himself? Talking about basically what we said. Okay. To all Vinnie Vincent fans... This is my statement, straight and from the heart. All six of you. Yeah. When Steve came to me with the idea, that's his handler now, of celebrating my birthday with the fans, I love the idea right off. Euphoria and Legion, which I guess those are the two groups, have become a safe haven for true Vinnie Vincent fans. I love how he always capitalizes his name. Uh, These sites were intended to protect the good fans from the relentless internet bullying mobs of hate-filled lunatics engaged in the systematic witch hunt to sabotage my brand name and reputation. You do a good enough job of that on your own, sports. um, We live in a weird fucking time when a few rejects from the, quote, want to ride the coattails of Vinnie Vincent but got booted club post well-craft libelous slogans and appear on slimy podcasts to trigger misinformed low-information Vinnie Vincent fans, Vinnie Vincent capitalized, with lies, propaganda, and fake news. Fake news! Um, <laughs> these Vinnie fans, Vinnie capitalized, who at one time may have had good intentions, sadly have become aggressive, violent, vengeful, and hate-infected radicals wow. due to the ingested bullshit they are constantly fed daily by these losers. As a result, these, quote, lost fans have become malignant and malevolently obsessive with anything, capitalized Vinnie Vincent, to the point where their desperation finds them at the doors of Legion and Euphoria, spying and doing anything to get in to discover real news, stories, or information at any cost to feed their sickness, which they twist out of context. Now I want to know who the mole is, damn it. I know, I do too. <laughs> it wasn't me. I can't get in. <laughs> um, so even with a fake mustache. I know. I, yeah, I know. <laughs> Some have even tried to trick unknowing members to disclose the private messaging between the inside club members. Really, you're, you're spending all your 
time on this rather than putting music out? Come on. So because of this derangement syndrome, I have reached out to my fans on a private invite basis to share in this special event of my birthday. Well, look who's reading this. At this point, I'm not certain if this fight against this collective insanity is worth any more effort. See, there's the scapegoat yeah. thing. So the decision is up to you, the true fans. If we meet the numbers to balance out the birthday-related event, expenditures it's a go at that point i am planning some surprises and it will be a blast here we go it's important for me to publicly enjoy this ride with the fans whether it's playing recording or reconnecting with the fans but it's getting more difficult at every turn to find that enjoyment based on the above so the truth is that my appearances may be ending i'm happy to play write, and record in private if need be so it works out one way or the other for me if my history recordings and legacy is all i leave behind because of this cesspool so be it i'm fine with that too so if you want, grab it now as this will not be an ongoing event. If you make this happen and want to hear a no-holds-barred, gloves-off interview and more, this will be the first of its kind in the last interview I plan on giving. You really believe that? Is he going to fly Mitch Lafon in from uh, Canada? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> there will be no filming or recording. No one outside the attendees will have any entitlement to witness this event online other than you. Here we go. Everybody turn in their phones at the door. Yeah, and here we go. Put on your party hats. This is where it gets good. On a side note, my attorney sent me an email yesterday stating that an, quote, organizer of an event currently scheduled on the same day, August 10th, wanted to promote the Vinny birthday bash in connection with their event. Oh, wow. Without remuneration and using the name Vinny Vincent. I said no. My attorney gave them other options which required payment guarantees. I never heard a damn word about this. Right. They declined, and therefore I declined anything further to do with these organizers and their events, whether present or future. Bottom line, no one gets to use the name Vinnie Vincent unless they substantially pay for that right. Well, you came to me. The free ride for these freeloaders is over. So anything you hear online stating Vinnie's people reached out to them to remote the birthday bash is a lie. <laughs> which, he says, which by educated guests was started by one of the organizers to make themselves look important. Do oh, I look important? Wow. Yeah, you kind of do. I am working now to have new Vinnie Vincent merch at the event. Oh, he spelled Vinnie undercase. That's cool. If everyone can get <laughs> confirmed ASAP. This is the coolest thing he's done in yeah, 10 years. Along with music, Q&A, food, signings, photos, and more. Maybe some special friends will attend. As long And as long as all who are coming confirm with Steve, this is a go. Moreover, stop believing these triggered topics and phrases such as Vinny doesn't show up, Vinny can't play, and Vinny rips off his fans. These wow. people need to grow the fuck up. Wow. I'm still so not it's, done. It's not the people that see what's going on in reality. Those people are the fucking morons right. again. Which yeah. means 99.9% .9 of the Earth's population. Or anybody that has eyes or ears. Yeah. Yeah. This is cleverly fabricated propaganda invented by the banished and rejected leeches who got the boot who in desperation decided to slander the name of Vinnie Vincent to bring importance and relevance to themselves. I won't let my name be used to bring instant celebrity or credibility to the undeserving any longer. If you want to hear me play, you want proof, buy a ticket. That simple. Put your money where your big mouth is. Oh, wow. You don't get it for free, whether by demand, threat, intimidation, or challenge. So I will hopefully see my fans August 10th at my birthday party bash. Where we go from there will be by special invite. So if the birthday bash is a success, expect a private invitation to Speedball Jam next. To all the true fans, I send my love, Vinny. Insane. All right, so wow, uh, wow. Okay, so Vinny that Vincent, he's just the gift that keeps on yeah. giving, isn't he? So listen, folks. <laughs> 
So let's let's backpedal this. So yeah. we're doing the Rock and Pot Expo. It's yeah. happening August 9th and tenth yeah. at the Marriott Hotel by the airport here in Nashville. Yep. We've been planning this for a while. Mm-hmm. You know, this is the third year we're doing it. Yes, we've done the event. We both the event has gone through both times right, in yeah. the last two years, and, and it will happen and again. And everybody that went to it was totally satisfied and had an awesome time both two first years. Yes. Last year, Vinnie Vincent was supposed to be a special guest at it, yeah. but through circumstance created by Vinnie by Vincent, him. he was basically told, thanks, but no thanks last year. Yeah, because he tried to change things on me. Right. So we've been through all that. Like I said, if you haven't gone through the archives and and just listen to the whole saga mm-hmm. that involves Decibel Geek and Vinnie Vincent, including the appearance on the show by Vinnie Vincent. Right. You've got to go back and catch all that from the very beginning yeah. up to where it leads us today because whoever thought that it would come to this this far along. Yeah, but These if you paid are attention, still happening. If you paid attention, it makes total sense. If you just go by past history, yeah, that is true. So it's, it totally does. So now he comes back around and wants to know, hey, can I collaborate my party with Rock and Pod Three mm-hmm. after fucking it all up for Rock and Pod Two? Right. And you straight up, just like Rock and Pod Two, told him thanks, but no thanks. Yes, yeah, I don't want to work with him again. And then he comes back with that whole Yeah, then he does this. Thing. and It reminds me of the first time. It reminds yep. me of Rockin' Pod 2 when he came back with the whole big thing, calling you a, a fanboy and, and a hater, hater and in the same sentence. Yeah. You know, that's, that's and he work. lied about how everything went down. Right. And Completely now he's lied. And now he's, he's doing he's it again. He's jumping ahead and saying, oh, shit, he said no. Well, this is going to get yeah. out. I need to make some sort of statement to these 14 or 15 people that yeah. still – might buy these tickets yeah and if you want to believe him but more who, power to you I mean, but at this i mean point, come on come guys. on now at this point really yeah. is there anybody left there's those people in those groups is all i is but all how I many figure. people are we talking here it's probably less than a two dozen i would think it's and they're just many. so brainwashed into the vinnie vincent thing that even after everything yep. that's happened even after every canceled event to this point yep. they still want to see vinnie vincent yep. so bad yeah that they support this and say, golly, that Vinnie Vincent, man, he's been screwed over by everybody yep. he's ever come in contact with yep. since day one. And I used to be one of those people. I did. Before everything went down with us, I was like, well, maybe you know, maybe he was the victim of a lot of this stuff, and maybe he's right. And then as history plays out, and then you I find out that, that everything people said about him is true. I mean, it's... Look, I didn't want it to wind up this way. I had high. We were look. We, you know, he wanted us to do like an audio book and stuff for him, and you know, like talk about his book that he was going to do. Yeah. He had big plans with us. We have the recording of it. And then you know, then he tries to pull this stuff on me. And, I mean, we got and the recording else. of everything. Honestly, yeah. I mean, we've got the whole conversation recorded with Vinnie Vincent from Rock and Pod Two, laying out exactly yep. what he wanted. You know, guaranteeing us, yeah. promising. That he would be there. Yep. So excited to be a part of it. I mean, we recorded it all. But, and, you know, these people that are in these groups and that are trying to bash people that to question them, I don't give a shit if you like me or not. I really don't. You well, know, have point, at it. Yeah. I don't care. You know, and, I, and our good friend Ralph Vieira, he's been targeted by them, too. And, you know, but these people got bigger know, problems in their lives I guess. than Chris Sinzak and well, Ralph Vieira. Who gives a shit? <laughs> I do my expo. He does his birthday party. Good luck with your birthday party, so, but you're not going to work with me. So this is still potentially in the in the works for this to all go down on the same day. I guess. I mean, it sounds like he's saying it's gonna it's gonna happen. But. Wow. 
Well, I hope the Vinnie Vincent fans got like the ten dollars left over to be able to get into Rock and Pod when yeah. they're let down and disappointed because nobody's answering the room three twenty six. <laughs> I don't know, but uh, if you uh, if you don't want to attend the birthday bash for three hundred dollars is what I've heard, um, come to Rock and Pod. It's twenty dollars this affordable. year. It's, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's cheap. It's easy to get into, and it's an all day party. There's a bunch of cool podcasts. There's a bunch of cool guests, including Michael Sweet from Striper, Brian Forsyth from Kicks, or Yvonne from Danzig. Jack Gibson from Exodus. That's right. And guess what? We're actually going to be there. We're actually going to be there. <laughs> and cool stuff's going to happen. It's going to be great. you know. And I'm not going to shred. I'll just put it out there right, now. There right I will, now. I am not going to do any shredding, I promise. I'm sure there will be some shredding going on, especially Friday night. Oh, yeah. But, but not by it me. It won't be by us. So. <laughs> no, I leave that in more capable hands. So, so if you are taking that huge, massive gamble on seeing Vinnie Vincent in a birthday hat yeah. and watching him blow out candles... Then save the extra 20 bucks because then the whole weekend won't be a complete waste for you. Yeah. And if you think I'm doing this to get on the opportunist wagon and, and try to promote my event against yours, I honestly wasn't even going to bring this up. Well, no. Until we, you put out that bullshit statement claiming that I came to you. Not well, ha- that's not what happened. Well, it's not like Vinnie Vincent's birthday party was scheduled a while back and he's earned the reputation of being somebody who's definitely going to show up right. for it. And then you decided to also run the expo that same day. No. This, no. this was booked a long time ago. And oh, so to, weird. To put so a, weird. To put a bow on this, in case anyone is like, well, yeah, but Chris might really want to work with him still. <laughs> Let me give off a list of things that I would rather do than work with Vinnie Vincent ever again. Okay, this All should right. be interesting. Number one, close my balls in a desk drawer. Yeah, definitely. That take, sounds more pleasurable than working with Vinny. For sure. I would also rather listen to Florida Georgia Line on repeat. Oh, man, that's tough. But compared to working with Vinnie Vincent? Yeah. Ooh, yeah. I don't know. I would let Jeffrey Dahmer babysit my children before I would work with Vinnie Vincent. That's serious. That is serious. That's serious. I would tuck my shirt into my jean shorts and eat chips on a microphone before <laughs> I, I would work with Vinnie Vincent. And if you get that joke, I'm sure you're laughing. If you don't, don't worry about it. Yeah. I would attend a Vince Neil acapella show before I work with Vinnie Vincent. Oh, boy. That's tough. I would become a Denver Broncos fan before I... Would work with Vinnie Vincent. Wow, you love the Chiefs, man. That's I a know. hell of a sacrifice. I know that's serious. I would also mud wrestle Roseanne Barr before I would work with Vinnie Vincent. Yeah, that's that's a easy. That's a given. I right bet there, I could I sell think. more tickets to that. <laughs> and finally, Roseanne would show up. And finally, and this is this is for my friends at the Cobras and Fire podcast. I would rather attend a wine tour with Jeff Tate driving me than, oh, than work with Vinnie Vincent. Yeah, most definitely. So yeah, so if that doesn't clear it up for you, I don't know what does. If if I'm supposedly looking to capitalize off of his name, the fact that he's only selling a handful of tickets, I'm kind of misguided if I'm doing that, aren't I? Right, yeah, because I mean, the <clears throat> Rock and Pot Expo will definitely outsell anything Vinnie Vincent's got going on, if nothing else based on the fact that the first 2 years we actually were there when people came up and yeah. wanted to enjoy the afternoon we had a great and, the, time. and the weekend with us. So, yeah. you know, but yeah, to we're fucking, actually going to do it. To fucking say that I came to you, that's a joke. That is funny. <laughs> Anyone who knows me knows around. I will never work with that guy. No, again. no, I know that. I mean, no. you were the one the first year that said thanks, but no thanks. Yeah. You know, when and you I was done then. changing things up. Yeah, you know? and that was the end of it for me. So why, why would you go back to that again? Not why happening. would you even take the chance? Nope. No matter how bad, you know, and, and that's always the sad thing for me. When I look back on this whole adventure with the Vinnie Vincent thing since starting Decibel Geek, all we ever wanted was to help Vinnie in any way we could yep. to get him back 
to where he was coming out with music again. It started with jokes, and then it started with interviews, you yeah. know, and talking to different people and finding out, you know, the inside of Vinnie Vincent, you know, learning mm-hmm. about the things that most people on the outside never really knew. Yeah. And then to all the point to going down to Atlanta and meeting him and working it out for him to come on the show. Yeah. All we ever wanted was to give Vinnie Vincent a platform to be able to launch relaunch Mm -hmm. his career you know and do something awesome and we would have been so proud to just have any little part that we could have took in the return of Vinnie Vincent to full form if he would have come back you know done rock and pod too came in there was awesome you Mm -hmm. know met all the fans that kissed his butt all day long just like in Atlanta it would have been a great time for him and you know what even more valuable than just having a great time would be the reputation that he would have cemented by doing that Mm -hmm. then from there you get your next appearance and you show up and then you say I'm going to do this show and you show up and you do it you know I'm going to get on stage down in Miami and I'm going to play get up there and freaking play and people go wow you know look at Vinnie Vincent you know he he has kept every uh, obligation and appearance that he's agreed to. He's up on stage with, you know, four by fate kicking ass. He says he's going to come back and play. And when he says it, he does it. We've gone to these shows. They're awesome. How different would this whole thing be mm-hmm. if Vinnie Vincent would only have one time held up his end? Yeah. He, and did he what he said, what he was going to do. But he hasn't done that at all. And then, you know, it would have been year three and, Vinny would have been saying, look, man, I had such a great time at Rockin' Pod last year. I'd like to do a birthday bash and kind of tie it in with what you well, got. Then I and I told and them I would have been happy been to like, work with them. Of course, yeah. you know, of course. But We'd he love to the, do that. He, he burned the bridge. Pun because we are your demographic. We're the ones that are cheering for you. We're the ones that, you know, used to be one of the last people that actually believe in Vinny Vincent. You know, and one by one, we all got shown what believing in Vinny Vincent will get you. Mm-hmm. You know, and that makes me feel sad for the last handful that are left because yeah. you what yeah. if what if Vinnie Vincent showed up in the, at the door and wanted to buy a ticket I'd tell him to go pound sand would you really I would yeah I don't want him there I didn't want you there because I know you're listening I did not want you there but anyway so that's that brings everybody up to speed wow that's where we're at I didn't expect to get contacted and you know they contacted my co-organizer who passed it on to me and then i said no and then he went back and told them that's how it happened that's crazy believe me or not i don't give a shit who would ever have thought that after all this it's amazing yeah wow the saga that never seems to end so now we got to follow up that with some actual news stories yeah let's let's do it so Uh, many fans you can you can turn off the podcast now Uh, (laughs) stick around for the rest if you want no there's more kiss but i think we'll we'll spread this one out because last time like the whole episode was kiss and a little bit of extra things at the end right okay (laughs) so we'll space it out um let's see what is in the news uh courtney love says the dirt movie is the dumbest the oh yeah she was like the worst netflix documentary ever made or movie ever made Nah, I've seen worse. Only because she got kicked out of the cat house back in the day. Yeah. And they wouldn't let her in. That's just her wanting a headline, and she got it. She got it, because, yeah. of course, Motley Crue's going to respond to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Tommy Lee can't keep his mouth shut about anything. So. I like the dirt. I thought it was pretty cool. It was entertaining. I mean, it's, it, if, if you... I wonder what she expected you, out of it to make well, her say it's the dumbest. I, you know, there were diehard Motley fans that were pissed off by, like, inaccuracies, and it wasn't long enough, and it didn't cover this and that. But it was like... They were making it for a general music fan. So, like, pe- pop, pe- people you know, that grew yeah. up and remember Motley Crue, that's who it's made for. So, if you ex- go in with that expectation, it's just a fun movie. And the cool thing about it was it turned on a whole new generation to go yeah. back and explore Motley Crue, which that's the coolest thing about it. Yeah, I don't, I, I, I wasn't disappointed in it. I thought it was okay. 
It was, it nobody, was fine for what it was. Nobody wants to see a Courtney Love Netflix biopic like that. No. I've seen plenty of documentaries about how she might have been involved with somebody's murder. But yeah, and how she smells bad. She smells bad. Oh, that's what I heard. Oh, okay. Like Motley Crue, they purposely didn't take showers back in the day. Courtney Love, just a way of life. Oh, okay. I don't know. Hmm. That's what I hear. This is the number one news source after all. All right. What um, else? Do you want to update on Duff McKagan? Listen to every other podcast. Yeah, he actually played at the uh, the same venue that I was at last night. That was wild to me, you know? Yeah. How, how tough is that to have to choose between two great shows when they're both happening at the same they venue? They both drew exceptionally well, though. That's cool. Yeah, it was I bet there was pretty a lot full of people for both. that probably bought tickets to both because yeah. the Rock and Roll Residency, that's right, the Ace Frilly Band slash Gene Simmons Band, they were playing last night yep. here in Nashville. Chris went to it. Yep. And, of course, they're going to be our awesome band helping us make the party happen the night before yep. Rock and Pot Expo yeah, on excited. August 9th. It's going to be fun. Yep, so Duff McKagan everywhere else. Uh, Metallica talking about releasing Garage Days 2. Oh, really? Yeah. That was Toomey that. had posted something about that. I think that's cool. Yeah, that sounds fun to me. I think Metallica, you got to count them up there with one of the best cover bands of all time. Like, when they do a cover of something, it's usually better yeah. than the original. Yeah, I, I, I love the Garage Days stuff. I think yeah, it's me great too. stuff. Yeah, I'd definitely, I would buy that for sure. The only thing I never liked on Garage Days was the cover of the Bob Seger song. Oh, turn the page because it got well, it played got, yeah. to death. Radio I was, ruined. It I was for a poor radio DJ at that time. If I never hear that song again for the rest of my life, I'm okay. <laughs> you did like it at first, though, right? I mean, it's cool. It's better yeah. than the original. It's pretty faithful it's a cover. More just out. heavier. Yeah. yeah, heavier. And that and whiskey in the jar. I'd still like that. That got played to death too. It did, but I still like it. I can still handle that one better yeah. than I can the. To turn the page. Yeah, that one. I mean, radio just ruined golly, it. To be on radio oh, when that imagine. song came out, it's it was like, like, like every, every hour. hour. Yep. Every hour on the hour, the yep. new Metallica cover of Bob Seger. Yeah. It's an old classic you love done by Metallica. I oh. think I still like the original. And also original. coming up next, it's the new song by Metallica. It's Turn the Page. Yeah. And then after that, we're going to play it again. Yeah. Golly, those were tough times. <laughs> well, radio is no different. When the rest of the album had some really cool stuff on yeah. it. So, looking forward to that. Yeah, it should be cool. to see what songs they do. I like it. All right, I want to intersperse a little Kiss news. Yeah, let's do it. All right, Paul Stanley says uh, the return of Ace and Peter and Kiss is not completely out of the question. Oh, yeah, it is. I don't think so. <laughs> They're not going to have it. I've back. said it before. I'm going to say it again. You guys mark it down on the calendar. And uh-huh. remember when I said this. Yeah. When Kiss is done with their this current tour, when yeah. they're done with the tour that they're on right now. All right. Ace and Peter are coming back, and they're going to do it again. No, they're not. It's the Kiss way. They will not. It is the Kiss they're way. They're too old, man. They're not going to do it. They're going to do it. And they don't get along. Paul Stanley despises Peter Chris. It doesn't matter. There's it totally money. matters. There's money to be made. They've made more money than they'll ever spend in their entire in their grandchildren's lives. As they don't long, need the money. As long as we've known Kiss, is does that ever matter? At their age, I think it does. I don't know. I don't think Paul wants to work with those guys ever, and especially after Ace with that, that ridiculous gloves are off statement. I think that sealed the deal for him. I mean, that was They're not going to work crazy. with those guys again, man. They're going to do some special shows at the, with them. At the most, it would be like a one-off appearance maybe for the so. absolute last show in New York. That man. would be – that might be it. But there's not – there's definitely not going to be a tour. I, I can, I'll guarantee you that. So then I guess the real question is, is Ace Frehley willing to shave his beard? To get back in makeup and play with Kiss? awesome I'm, I'm, beard. Oh, I'm sure he would. I guess he would. Yeah. But yeah, I'm telling you, that's the way it's going to go. I saw this on Kiss FAQ the other day. Um Somebody brought up, like, if what if Kiss said, okay, you can come back, but you have to sing when lightning strikes? Do you think he would do it? Oh, no. 
I don't think he would either. I don't think he would. He'd yeah. be like, what the fuck is wrong with you guys? Well, they're going to say, if well, this, Tommy did your song. If, you should do Tommy's right. song. <laughs> yeah, Tommy didn't really want to do Shock Me, but you know, he, he bit the bullet and did it for Kiss. Yeah. What are you willing to do to be the spaceman? Yeah, I don't think he would. Not no. that. It's an interesting question, though. Yeah. <laughs> um, Paul Stanley also said Sonic Boom and Monster aren't considered classics. Well, they're not. Yet. Nah, they're not. And they probably won't be. I mean, but, but uh, uh, to be fair, there are a lot of younger people that got into Kiss during those years. Right. So, when so it, they're older, to them, it might be. Right, yeah. So to a small portion of the Kiss populace, there's going to be those people that came in when those albums yep. were new. It's all about That were age. only introduced to Kiss with that current yep. era lineup. And they're going to be like, those albums were special to me because yep. when I was a, you know 14 years old, I was a child out of time, yeah. you know, and well, I shouldn't have been into Kiss, but I was. That's why I know? love Crazy Nights. I know everybody right, else totally. looks at me like I'm insane, but I just I've always, I love it because of when I got into it. Right, just, just like me being a little tiny kid listening to Kiss records. I was a child out of time too. Yeah. It was just a different time, you know. Yeah. So that is interesting, and there is some validity in that, well, you know, to say because it's funny to laugh at that at first. You know, those two albums aren't classics yet. Yeah, but I mean, how do you? De- how do you right, re- they will be. How do you really define a classic to too? a person? It's to always, a certain it, person. Those will be. Yeah, it's personal opinion. All right. Um, let's see. Get away from Kiss. Uh, what's going on with Tool? Is Tool finally coming out with a new album? They claim they are, but I, I mean, don't know. It's we been hear many, about this every year. Years. It's been like a decade since they yeah, put a record it's out. Like they're going to, I don't know. It's weird. It's kind of like the old uh, Chinese democracy thing. Yeah. I, I hope, don't know. I hope it can live up to the hype. It'll yeah. sound like Tool. I guarantee that. Well, then that's probably not a bad thing. I mean, you know what you're going to get when a Tool puts a ne- an album out. I don't know. I, I would like to hear it because I, I do like Tool and I think it'd be cool to hear a new record by them, but. Yeah, I, I'm not going to hold my breath because people have been holding their breath every, every year. They tease like it's going to happen, and right, then it doesn't. It never does. So maybe, but maybe, maybe this is the year. Huh? That'd be cool. Uh, well, there, I don't know if, if you have this on your list, but I want to bring it up while I'm thinking about it. Uh-huh. Did you hear about what Slash said recently? No. New uh-huh. Guns and Roses music is being recorded this year. Oh, nice. Yeah. So, so it, it is going to happen. Oh, yep. right on. Yeah, they're going to record a record together. Oh man, one more year that I was wrong. So maybe next year it'll. Come it, it should. Out. Well, who, well, it's Guns and Roses. Who the hell knows when right, it'll come out? Yeah. But they are they are to getting together and working on it. That's good. That's a real good yeah. sign. Hopefully, nothing gets in the way of that. Yeah. I hope they bring Izzy. Get out of the way. I hope Izzy gets to be part of the writing session because he would. That would definitely bring help. a lot back to them. Yeah, because Izzy was such a huge hand in the writing of yeah. Appetite for yeah. Destruction that even if he's not that, in the band, bring him into. Right. Yeah, let them write some yeah. songs. Yeah, I'm scared. It's just going to be all oh, this a bunch of stuff I had left over from Chinese democracy, and yeah, I'm going to let you guys play on it. I don't, don't think Slash don't let would it do be that. that. I think Slash is going to want input if they do. But even Duff said that time, you know, Axel's got a bunch of songs and they're really cool. Oh no, well, who knows what it'll sound like? I then. hope not. Uh, they need all of them to contribute. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, have you heard about the awesome new children's book? Where's Lemmy? No. They're making a book called Where's Lemmy. It's going to be kind of based on the old Where Where's Waldo. Waldo. I like it. Someday, if I get myself a book table, yeah, like an end table thing, I'm going to have to get that to put out on it. I'd buy it just for the concept alone. That's so cool. That's hilarious. What a great idea. Where's Lemmy? I'm guessing there's going to be a lot of black in the pictures if it's going to make, try to make yeah, it difficult for to Lemmy be. to be found. That's right. Here, <laughs> find Lemmy inside the rainbow bar and yeah. grill. Or maybe it's the like, opposite. Oh, man, all the lights are out in here. I can't see nothing. <laughs> maybe it's the opposite. It'll all be lighthearted stuff, and it'll just be obvious. Yeah, where Lemmy be in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> Find Lemmy at Wimbledon. I like that. <laughs> Lemmy at <and> Wimbledon. <laughs> this is one black spot in the middle of this whole white yeah. picture. That'd be great, too. That's awesome. 
Uh, let's see. Sebastian Bach is going on tour, yes. and it starts here in Nashville. It I'm does. excited for that. We definitely got to go. Where he is performing the entire first debut album of Skid Row in its yep. entirety for its 30-year anniversary, yep. which is pretty awesome. And he's also said he's more than willing to allow uh, anyone, I guess not allow, but he's welcoming any member of Skid Row from the past, from that classic lineup, mm-hmm. to join him on stage anywhere along the line. And I'm sure that may be why he... Book Nashville for the first date because he's hoping Rachel, Rachel and Snake up. at least will show up yeah, and, and play with him because they they both live here. So I mean that would be pretty cool. But then I got to think from the other side of that, if they're going to do that, why wouldn't Rachel and Snake book Skid Row yeah. and have yeah? Which is why I don't think right, it's going to yeah. happen. I, I don't. Th- I just don't see those guys getting back together anymore. I think it'd be great. I oh, mean, I do they too. Could get up there and play a couple of songs with Spash and Bach and not kill him in the course of those couple of songs. And it's one of those things too where it's like you read some of these things from Sebastian Bach and you think you know cool what a great idea you know extend the olive olive branch to the old band and see if maybe they'll show up and do it that'd be great but then he's always got to say things like I don't think that'll ever happen but you know and then it makes it sound like you know you know they ain't going to do it but you're trying to you know perceive give the perception that you're the good guy reaching out the olive branch but I don't think they'll do it. Don't right. say that shit. Yeah. Just be like, I hope they do. You know, and if they yeah. don't, I'd be disappointed. But it would be cool. But it'd be. I'm open to it. Yeah. I'm. You know, no obligations. Whatever. Show up. I know you guys know the songs. I know the songs. We're the band that created them. Just show up and do it. Don't be snide about it. And be, I th- be humble. Yeah. I think you know? it'll do well even without the the other I guys. Think so too. I think it'll yeah, sell definitely. well because people want to hear all that stuff. I think it'll be. I think, I, I'm looking forward to going when he does. Uh, when he plays out in L.A., he's doing two nights at the Whiskey A Go-Go. The first night, he's doing the debut album. The second night, he's doing Slave to the Grind. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. That's super cool. I wish I could see that. Yeah, no kidding. I'd love to hear both of those. Yeah, if you're out in L.A., get tickets yeah, for both those that's nights. That's great. Uh, let's see. What else? What else? Oh, here's some old news that's new news, Yeah, but it ain't new news to me. Uh, there's something going on in Australia called the Orchestra of Doom. Hmm. It's going to be Whitfield Crane along with an orchestra, and they're doing Ozzy and Sabbath tunes. That makes Pretty sense. cool happening in Australia. And then not too long after or before that, I'm not sure exactly, there's the big rock fest festival going on in Helsinki. It's going to have Kiss, Slipknot, Def Leppard, Disturbed, Turbo Negro, and Ugly Kid Joe. Yeah, hmm. awesome. Australia and Helsinki. Yep. What's the news here? Ugly Kid Joe still hates America. Why? <laughs> Why do you hate us so bad, Ugly Kid they Joe? Must... All we want to do is enjoy you in concert like the rest of the yeah. world gets to. Why can't we have Ugly Kid Joe in concert? Why? I'm sure they're assuming they won't sell tickets well here. That's, that's got to be what it is. I mean, if they Man. thought there was a demand, they would be here, I'm sure. I guess, but damn it, you know. It makes me feel bad because, you know, I have good conversations with Metal Mike about this. Every time yeah, something new gets announced, it's like, yep, here's Ugly Kid Joe doing this awesome thing in another country that yep. we can't go to. But they know? don't want to come to a club, and you and Metal Mike are the only two people in front of the stage. We would make up for it. Me and Metal Mike, <laughs> just the two of us, we'd be louder than a whole crowd. I, I mean, it's been this many years at this point. If they finally decided to do it, I think it would do okay just on the fact that they've been gone so long. Right, you yeah. Know? You know, the first American tour by Ugly Kid Joe in 50 years, it seems like. And there's some nostalgia for that stuff. I would think so. Maybe, hopefully, it's just one of them things that, you know, they're hoping that by teasing and making people want it so bad because I want it so bad. I don't care where they play. I would have to... 
I would have to plan a vacation around it. You would? I would have to tell my wife, oh, hey, we're going to New York, you know, on vacation. Oh, that's great. Oh, by the way, Saturday night, yeah, we got to go see Ellie Kid Joe. <laughs> you know? like, now I know why you want to go to New I would York. have to do something like that yeah. because it, yeah, I probably it's gotten to Nashville. the point where it's like you're afraid if you don't go see them, if they ever decide to play the States, if you miss it. Mm-hmm. Who knows when the next time you'll yeah, ever you have the opportunity again. And I know there's enough Ugly Kid Joe fans here in the United States that should want to go out and see this band if they ever came here. Maybe package them with another band that you know from the era or something. As long as they're headlining. As yeah. long as they get a full awesome <clears throat> set, you know, for the people that have been Ugly Kid Joe starved. Well, I'm a I'm a promoter. Now maybe you should throw your hat in the ring and be a promoter and bring them to America. No, man. <laughs> it's no. so much fun to promote, let me tell you. I see, I see the issues it causes for you. Ugly Kid Joe's got a few more fans than Vinnie Vincent. Oh. I don't need that headache. I'm just playing. I know. Uh, well, yeah, I, it'd be interesting maybe, to see him play. Maybe you should book him at Rockin' Pod 4. To fly everybody from overseas? Force them, yes. That'd, they'd be an expensive ride. Yeah, yeah. it would be. Yeah, I don't think I could afford Ugly Kid Joe to come. Golly, you got to fly us from Sydney. Yeah. Yeah, that's a shame. And no one uses the Ugly Kid Joe name capitalized <laughs> for free. Let me get that clear. That's right. Yeah. No, we wouldn't do it for free. Oh, for fuck's sake. All right. Okay, what else? We got anything else? Um, Tommy Thayer takes issue with Ace Frehley saying the current kiss can't sell out Madison Square Garden. That's a misleading headline. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, I only saw the he headline. He didn't say he takes issue with it. There's actually... I saw it on Facebook, but... um. It's a video of of Tommy and Eric backstage at Sweden Rock this past uh-huh. weekend, and they're out of makeup and just hanging out. It's way early in the day, and this guy's interviewing them, and it's a really funny interview. There's some good stories in it, and uh, but at one point, you know, they're like, he's guy asks, you know, how about the tour? How's it going? Everything, and then Tommy's like, yeah, we're doing great. You know, we had a, you know, we've had great sales. You know, we sold out Madison Square Garden, and he looked at the camera and smiled. And I'm sure it was a dig at Ace, but. Yeah. It's not like he's like, I take issue with what he's saying. It wasn't that at all. He was just, he had a no, polite funny, little though, dig like at that. him. That's all it was. And I don't blame him. I mean, they, sure, they did sell it out. You can't do it. And then you do, you pull it off. Of course, you're going to wink at and the listen, camera and be like, yeah, suck I, it. I love Ace, but he's just got to stop talking about Kiss. He does. Just let it go and enjoy your solo career. I know you're having fun out there with the guys from the Rock and Roll Residency. I know you're putting on some of the best performances of your entire solo career. Be cool with that, you know. Yeah, just be happy with that. Don't worry about he kids. just he comes off looking terrible. When the end stuff. of this tour is over, they'll come back around to you. You guys can do your big final tour, just like <laughs> I always predicted you would. You probably already know about it. Uh, like, let's make up some drama in the in the media again <laughs> between each other. That way, when we do make our announcement that this is going to happen, nobody will suspect that this has been two years in the making already. You sound like one of those people in the Vinny Vets at fan group. It's like a kiss conspiracy. You're trying to come up That's with, right. some, with some kind of roundabout way of, it's going to happen. You know what this means. Ace That's is right. back. Yeah. That's right. I need to start an insane group for Facebook Ace Fraley fans. Yeah, and we can make insane. all kinds of kiss <laughs> conspiracies. Sounds like so much fun. With a K, of course. Uh, let's see what else. What else? Uh, the Ronnie James Dio hologram has been on the road. A lot of different response to it. Some good, some bad. Yeah. I saw a thing where uh, Jizzy Pearl had posted about it because the awesome love hate has been opening for those yep. shows, and he said it was pretty impressive. Everything that goes into making that happen, and then I read the responses to it, and some of them were pretty harsh. Ralph went and saw the first show on the tour because they did it in uh, Florida, and he drove up for it. Yeah. And his review basically was 
He was more impressed by the audio of Ronnie's voice they had pumping through the speakers. He right. said they, they got like pristine audio of his voice I for the songs. That's the most. He important said that part, gave him really. chills. He's yeah. like the, the the hologram was just kind of like eh, he could take it or leave it. It was like right. it was interesting, but it wasn't great and wasn't awful. I guess the music truly yeah. is the most important part of that. But you know they've got. Oni Logan and Ripper Owens also singing on right. the show, so they all kind of trade off on the vocals. And he said it was an inter- entertaining show. Are you talking about Ripper Owens, who hates Stephen King? Yeah, apparently. <laughs> that's weird. Yeah. But yeah, that's a lot of talk about that right now. I think it's cool. I'd see it if it came to Nashville. It's, an, would, it's, a, it's a unique thing. Personally, I would much, much rather see Love Hate doing a full-on headlining set, you know, all Love Hate songs, not cut short opening for anybody. Just like the thing where they they show up and they're like, I specifically told them that the that it's supposed to say love hate then the hologram. That's right. That's the way it should be. Do they have to share the the dressing room with the hologram? <laughs> Maybe the hologram gets a bigger dressing room than they get. I don't know. I can't believe the hologram gets a bigger dress room than us. Anytime I can quote Spinal Tap, it's always good. That's funny. <laughs> uh, let's see. Clutch is working on some new music. Those cool. guys, they can't. I mean, they just came out with Book of Bad Decisions, pretty, which uh, was a great album. And they, they go home and they get bored and they're like, all right, let's go yeah, do something just, new. Clutch album tour, stops. album tour, album tour, over and over. Again, how cool is that? How tough is it to be a Clutch fan? You know, It's not tough say, at all. Golly, my band. You know, They, they come out with too much music. I right. can't barely keep up. Wow, yeah. what a problem to have. They're pretty prolific with their, their stuff. And everything they come out with is pretty awesome, great. Definitely have their own sound. Uh, let's see what else. What else? Um, oh, I seen that Striper had done a couple firehouse tunes or something like that. Or yeah. they played a firehouse song. They do uh, all she wrote. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, they they do like five or six covers in their set. It's yeah. it's, ba- it's basically originals and songs that either influence them. And I'm sure the all she wrote thing is for Perry. Yeah, know, that's what I'm saying. It's pretty cool to see that Perry. Yeah. I mean, obviously they must be loving having Perry in the band. They are if they're yeah. if they're saying, "Hey, man, you want to do a firehouse tune?" Yeah. Oh, like, shit. Yeah, man, I would. Although if it was a firehouse tune and I was picking the song, I would pick "Reach for the Sky." I think that yeah. that would be a cool one to hear them do. That live. would be pretty cool. Um, and I got to give props to David Hudson and uh, his co-host with Digital Killed the Radio Star. They did an yeah. incredible interview with the whole band at Graceland in Memphis when they did their tour stop, and it, they asked some amazing questions. That's it was fun. It was one of the best interviews I've ever heard <clears> with the band. So pro- go listen to that if you get a chance right on that's cool yep. love it looking forward to seeing michael sweet at rock and pop yeah you know it's gonna be cool. looking forward to doing the big uh soldiers under command albums unleashed live yep. in front of an audience that'll be great we had so much fun with keel and yeah michael michael wagner last year yeah this is gonna be a blast too yeah it's gonna be fun uh let's see let's see i that's all i've got written down okay. anything else off the top of your head i think that i mean that pretty well covers it for now um you know, obviously, as I said at the top, you know, believe whatever you like, but <laughs> I don't, I don't care. I don't care. You know, uh, I, you know, if you want to believe the uh, ramblings of that guy, feel free. It's not going to change my day at all. So strange. What a long, strange trip it's been with this guy. Yeah, it really has. Damn it, Vinny. Why didn't you just do what we all hoped that you would do? We should see if Rock and Ron can do like a, a super long video with like every special all the way through this. Like in one video. If you, so if you ever want to listen That's to the whole saga, stuff. you could listen to the whole thing. That's a lot I wonder how many stuff. hours that would come to. Quite a few. Yeah, it would be a lot. It maybe would definitely be 20 the, hours, maybe. Definitely be the world's longest podcast about Vinnie Vincent. Well, that's for sure. No, but that's so. what we already are. Yeah. 
But yeah, anyway, thanks you guys for listening and uh, come to Rock and Pod in, in August. I, I'm going to keep promoting it because it's what I do, and we really would love to see you. I, I'd love to see Dustful Geek listeners come out. It would be awesome. Definitely. We always have so much fun whenever we're out and about and we run into somebody that knows the show, yeah. that listens to the show. You got to do that a few times yeah. last night. We got to do that when we went and seen Ace Frehley. Pretty much every show we go to, we run into somebody yeah. that knows Decibel right. Geek, and that makes us feel so good. Yeah. And the fact that you guys support us, if you're Decibel Geek VIPs, you got the Torpedo Dudes coming your way, you've got Chris and Aaron shows coming, all kinds of cool stuff you can be involved in, and we appreciate each and every one of you so much, and that's not news, that's a fact, you know, so yeah. love that, because we love it. And uh, yeah, so no birthday party, huh? Well, mine's in November. Oh, yeah, mine's in May. Okay. So mine's already passed. uh, I'll schedule schedule mine for the Nashville Marriott. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't really have a party this year. Maybe I'll... You know, book my birthday that weekend too. Okay, Sounds everybody, good. it's everybody's birthday in Nashville on August 9th and tenth. When you join us for Rock and Pod, everybody's yeah. invited. Everybody's birthday celebrated. All right. Well, thanks guys for listening, and uh, we'll see you next week. See ya. Tough McKagan here, Guns and Roses. You're listening to Dustable Geek Podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hosted by a guy that gets his hair done. Ha <laughs> At Brett Michaels Beauty Salon and Bandana Emporium of Nashville. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And another, that's a Vinnie Vincent historian. <laughs> Knows more about the lady than the lady's own mother. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and don't worry about <laughs> staying on a download schedule. <laughs> These guys post shows on a schedule that's later than Axel taking the stage in the 90s. More time for coke and chips and vodka and listening to my new album. It sucks. Decibel Geek Podcast. Party on past coke. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.